Welcome to Tackless Radio. Welcome, ladies, gentlemen, and everyone in between to another episode of Tackless Radio, and it is I, Be Bad, your host, here welcoming you back to another week, and I know that last week I was late, and then next week we should be back on Tuesday, so everything can be right in the world. So now, let's go ahead and get into Shit I Saw where I grab some foolishness from the social media streets and bring it back here to you all. I'm also gonna be teaching you all a new word alongside this week's Shit I Saw, which is misogynoir. And I'm pretty sure you're like, what is that word? Which for those who are not aware, the definition of misogyny is basically the hatred of women. Whenever someone thinks that all women share one trait, usually something negative, that's misogyny. It also can include aspects of prejudice, fear, and it doesn't necessarily always involve men being misogynistic. Women internalize misogyny and can hate themselves and hate other women. So so that's why I wanted to set the stage for misogyny because that is the unique experience that a lot of us as women go through our lives with the lens of misogyny because patriarchy basically says that you are a man simply for not doing all of these feminine things which are bad. Now, noir is a form of misogyny that is specific to black women, you know, hint, the noir part at the end of that word. And I know a lot of y'all are like, okay, if we hate women, what kind of hate do black women get that's different from misogyny? And that's where I'd like for us to go back to the beginning of this, which is our shit I saw, because misogyny reared its fucking ugly head at the start of all of this Tory Lanes and Meg the Stallion bullshit. But there's a new level of massage noir that I also want to pinpoint for many of you all. Because we're aware, for the most part, of the Tory Lanez and Meg Thee Stallion issue. And for those who are not, Tory Lanez basically shot Meg Thee Stallion in the foot and got arrested for it and has been lying about not doing it since it happened. And everybody believed the man and trivialized Meg the Stallion because she's a woman and also the victim in the situation. She had to go to the hospital. She had to deal with all of the media backlash and she had one of the top songs at the time along with dealing with a lot of personal things in her life. So it was a crazy time for her and no one showed her mercy. Everyone basically stood next to Tory Lanez and the criminal justice system has been dragging this case out because they're still in court to talk about if he did or didn't shoot her in the foot because at the end of the day, I believe he was a 
convicted felon out on probation and he wasn't supposed to have a gun anyway so that's why he's fighting this shit so hard because he was in the wrong to begin with but because we live in a patriarchal society no one gives a fuck about any of the details when it comes to Tory Lanez everyone is just going to jump on his side and believe him because misogyny now the shit I saw was on Instagram. We gonna take it over to Instagram because I saw that Rip Michaels, a comedian, basically is removing Tory Lanez from his tour as a performer because Tory Lanez sucker punched August Alsina, who is an R&B singer. August Alsina had a bloodied face a busted lip like blood was dripping from his face when these photos leaked of what Tory Lanez did to him and I know everybody is like well it could have been justified what did August Alsina do to Tory Lanez for Tory Lanez to sucker punch him in the face he literally didn't dap him up he wasn't on no fake shit. He wasn't on, he wasn't on no funny shit. That's what Tory Lanez and his five foot ass with Napoleon complex, that's what he was upset about. And that is on video. We have video evidence of all of this before y'all start going, the speculations, ooh. There's video of August Alsina passing by Tory Lanez and not dapping him up and Tory Lanez throwing a pissy fit about it. There's video of Tory Lanez with his bodyguards running after August Alsina and Rip Michael said himself that he physically witnessed Tory Lanez sucker punching, not fighting, not giving August Alsina a conversation or a fair warning. Rip Michael said he saw Tory Lanez sucker punch August Alsina in the face and then there's video of him skipping his ass away from the altercation and Rip Michaels then came out and said because of that he is removing him from the tour because he wants to make sure that all of the people who come to see the show feel comfortable with everyone who's on stage and now everyone is like Tory Lanez is violent Tory Lanez is evil Tory Lanez has an anger issue oh my god we need to put that nigga in jail I'm sorry why wasn't y'all saying this when he shot Meg the Stallion like that also has witnesses and evidence and medical reports her best friend Kelsey who was in the car during the altercation just got subpoenaed to go to court so she can finally tell the truth but when it comes to a black woman we know women in general get this type of hatred but when it comes to black women it's a it's a new kind of hate it's a new flavor of hate it's a special kind of hate because instead of y'all just saying no I don't believe Meg the Stallion you all called her a man you all said that she's so much taller than Tory Lane so she was the aggressor she was the attacker all of those negative stereotypes that you all attach specifically to black women that is what we call misogynal war the angry aggressive typically we don't feel pain we don't get hurt we are men because y'all call make the stallion a whole ass man like Tory Lanez wasn't sniffing her butt every fucking night but y'all wanted to turn around and call her a man and she's the victim in the situation because that's what the that's what misogyny is all about attack the woman protect the man even though the man is in the wrong clearly 
he is on probation walking around with a firearm. He shouldn't have a firearm to begin with. Why did they even have a gun? Y'all not even asking the right questions because you all don't even care about the details. Y'all always talk about, men always talk about, well, we don't know all the details, so we can't point fingers yet. But when we are given details about the woman's perspective, y'all always say we don't have enough details. But if we have details from the man's perspective, case closed. We don't need anything else. We don't need anything more. The double standard is misogyny. And then the level of racism that y'all put on top of that is what we call massage noir. Because that little leprechaun motherfucker wasn't supposed to have a gun to begin with. He was on probation from doing other criminal things. This nigga was in the wrong to begin with. He's not a good person. That's what Meg tried to tell y'all. He's not a good person. But y'all was like, fuck her. She's the aggressor. She's the tall, manly man. Ooh, poor Tory Lane. She was smacking him around. He was getting beat up. Mm, we have to protect him. He was so small and little against Big Matt the Stallion. Do y'all hear yourselves? But that's fine because we're hearing a whole bunch of y'all now with the whole Tory Lane situation. Because now you all actually want to consider all the details because it was two men in the situation. And when you all looked at all the details, you realize Tory Lanez has been the fucking problem this entire time. But patriarchy has allowed for you all to skip right past that information and allowed him to be a menace to society. You all called her out of her name, calling her aggressive. All of the nuances around the negative stereotypes that we as black women receive. That is what massage noir is because all of the rhetoric that you all are currently using to attack Tory Lanez, which is justified, y'all should have used when he shot her in the fucking foot a year ago. And that in real time, ladies and gentlemen, is how the patriarchy works, is how misogyny works and what massage noir looks like so i hope you all learned a little something something out of this week's should i saw because i absolutely want to pluck my eyes out when i saw men doing what they normally do and that's uphold the fucking patriarchy Welcome back, y'all. And it is now time for Song of the Week. Now, this Song of the Week is going to be a throwback because I recently found out some news about it that shocked me. And I need y'all to blow this song up and it needs more streams and it needs more plays. So this Song of the Week is going to be Wayne Wonder, No Letting Go, because this song just became gold. I know y'all are like, I'm sorry, what? We all love no letting go, no holding back. Like we love that fucking song. But in the world of streams and the world of people don't buy singles and albums like that anymore, this Jamaican classic just hit gold August 3rd of 2022. To tell you the truth, I thought it been gold. I thought it was platinum, damn near diamond. Every so every summer. I listen to this song. 
Wayne Wonder said he was super excited and it's a great feeling because he knows that all the music he tries to do is from a good place. So he didn't even think about the success to follow, but it's every man's dream to get stuff like this. So he's in good spirits. He's super excited for his success. I'm excited for his success. Y'all should be excited for his success. So let's go ahead and stream this song all the way up to Diamond. So here is Wayne Wonder, No Letting Go. Got somebody, she's a beauty, very special, really and truly. just want to leave you all more with a aha moment than a knowledge nugget and maybe it will be a aha moment for you all um but i learned something and i just wanted to really share with you all what i learned essentially where the aha moment came from so i was on twitter earlier this week while i was looking for a should i saw moment which that shit I saw moment was everywhere. As I was on Twitter, I find myself to be on black Twitter, but also like African Twitter. And a video popped up of a woman giving her mother and her newborn son a baby bib. And the title goes, how African is my mom? The mom is trying to hand the grandmother this baby bib as the grandmother is holding the newborn son. And on the baby bib, it says little monster. And the grandmother who's African is like, what is this? What is this? And the daughter's like, it's a baby bib, put it on him. And she was like, oh no, little monster. Mm-mm. That's from the devil. That's from Satan. Go upstairs, get my holy oil. Oh my God, protect my baby, protect my, protect my child. Lord Jesus, out of nowhere, somebody grabbed her the holy oil. She put the holy oil on her hand and rubbed it and put a little cross on the baby. And she was like, you're no monster. You're no monster. Mm-mm. She, Why would you do this? She started getting mad at the daughter. She was like, why would you do that? Why would you give me something to put on him like this? Like, why would you say that? That's not good. That's, that's evil. That's evil. 
And the daughter is, of course, laughing because she knew that her mom was going to have that kind of reaction. And I could relate, actually. And I think a lot of cultural families could relate. I know a lot of black and brown families probably could relate to that situation. Um, But I was the daughter of one of those moms where they were very particular about what you could say, what you could wear, what you could read, what you could watch. Because Satan. (laughs) My mom has a saying, which is, you know, I like to watch my gates. My mom would say that all the time. So my dad would take us to see like horror films and scary movies. And mind you, I'm not the biggest fan of them to this day. I didn't grow up on them, but ever so often my dad would grab me and my siblings and sneak us off to watch like Freddy versus Jason or something like that. And my mom would always say, I'm not going to go watch that. I need to protect my gates. I'm going to be up all night. I'm not going to be able to sleep. And when I was younger, I would just be like, oh, this is so suffocating. Like, why can't I read Harry Potter? I'm the only kid that doesn't know what the fuck is going on. And now I'm in my 30s and everybody else is in their 30s. And they're like humongous Harry Potter fans. And I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. I went to Harry Potter land and I was looking at Universal. I I believe it's at Universal Studios. I went to Harry Potter land at Universal Studios and I was walking around like it. It's definitely cool. I just don't understand what the fuck is going on (laughs) because my mother was like, you're not reading Harry Potter. That's witches and warlocks. You have to watch your gates, protect your gates. And when I was younger, I just was like, this is super suffocating. Like to be that churchy religious kid is just, ugh. But as I've gotten older, as I've started to create my own spiritual foundation, as I've started to research and deconstruct and learn about a lot of things about other religions, about spirituality, about what Christianity really is, about African traditional religions. It's some truth to that. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Like I some of some of our aunties and some of our aunties and uncles and grandmothers and grandfathers and moms and dads who are churchy and religious and grew up in that way, it be extreme. It really do be extreme. But your words do have power. What you watch is very important. What you consume is very important. What you say has power. All of that is true. All of that is so true. And my friends and family and my partner can attest to me saying shit and then it literally happening. Like I've done this in real time. <laughs> like once some money doing pool tabs in Minnesota, like in real time was like, I'm going to make some money, at least a hundred bucks. Literally 30 minutes later, I made a hundred bucks. Like I've seen this happen. So yes, I know that mom, I know that, I know that grandma was, was tripping because the bid was cute and everything, but you do have to be very mindful of what you say, of what you wear, of how you feel. All of that goes out into the world and then becomes your reality. So you have, you have to be very cognizant of what you surround yourself with, of who you surround yourself with. And don't get me wrong. I love rap and hip hop. But I also 
sit my ass in the corner and put some frequency music on and surround myself with a couple crystals and get my holy oil and my Florida water and cleanse all that shit out. Because you can't carry that because it's negative and you have to be positive. You have to be positively charged. And that is a golden thread, in my opinion, through many religions, regardless of what you believe or who you believe, doing good and being positive is a, is a thread amongst many beliefs. So I understand the African grandmother was tripping and whatnot, but she not wrong. So that's my tactless take for you all. Just a little knowledge nugget for you all is just to remain positive be positive, surround yourself with positivity. Because when you do, that radiates into your reality and you become a better person. 